I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And who else? I'm Jeff. <laughs> That's right. And this is the JFJ J. J Conspiracy, where the shop talkers rock. If you're watching, you can see we have a special guest tonight on tonight's show, and that's Jeffrey Brenneman from the Paisley Stage Raspberry and Rhyme. I think I think we really got to compliment his shirt. And yeah. as a what, cool a, what a snappy shirt. dresser. Yes. Oh, wow. He beat us to it, guys. He beat yeah. us to it. Look at these handsome silhouettes. Line oh, drawing. I mean, yes. who are those guys? Well, at, at any rate, look at those silhouettes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Appreciate you wearing Thank that. Thank you. That's awesome, Jeffrey. Yeah. I, I, maybe one day you'll actually wear that in public and people could see it. So. <laughs> Why would he wouldn't well, do that? I know. He'd no. embarrass himself. <laughs> yeah. I'm not quite. Thanks for joining us tonight, Jeff. Great, great pleasure. Thank having you, Jeffrey. On. Thank you. Thank it's, you, sir. Yep. It's, a, it's an honor to join you guys. I watch you guys all the time. So it's really an honor to be, be in the room with the conspiracy guys. So. Uh, and I, I didn't think you guys had enough J's in the group. So. Right. Yep. Could always use another one. Yep. Well, what I tell a lot of people is if ever we can kick Jim or Jerry out, we still have you. So there you go. There'll always and, be a JFJ. Yeah. <laughs> and Jim's son, Jacob. And Jacob, too. That's He's right. Very knowledgeable and hip. We have yeah. our backups. That's right. <laughs> we have no Fs, though. We don't have any Fs to give. We don't we give, don't give we any don't give Fs. An F. Yeah, we don't give an F. <laughs> nope. None. Yeah, but None. Besides the uh, Paisley no Stage Raspberry and Rhyme podcast, Jeff, I know you started something else. And uh, why don't you share that with our listeners? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, Frank. So I started a new podcast called Independent Podcast Review. And we're going to go through the discography of a label that came out of Los Angeles known as the Independent, the Independent um, Project Records label. And they put out about 70 albums of wow. pretty much uh, L.A.-based bands, um, kind of in the goth art um industrial experimental realm um biggest bands that i think that came out of there um were probably camper van beethoven and grantley buffalo versions yeah versions of those bands so we're going to go through every single one of the episodes starting with ipr 001 that will be our episode one we did a pilot episode so that's out there with the founder of the label so my buddy and bandmate greg Grunke and I are going to be doing doing this new podcast. So very nice. Yeah, it's great. We'll make sure we we put the link on our page also, so your uh, our fans can uh, check it out. Yeah, 
when do you think that first episode is going to drop? I know you already did the pilot. Yep. So we're uh, probably about three or four more weeks. So we're in the planning stages. It's going to probably be a a monthly uh, YouTube only video, and they should be in the 15 to 30 minute range. Yeah, you're talking my language. Perfect. (laughs) We always we always we always dream for that, Jeffrey. Yeah, Yeah, that's a goal. Yeah, our show started an hour, hour and 20. And we fine tuned it, got it down to an hour and tweaked it some more. And we're we're about the 45 minute mark now. And um, I like that. I like that time frame. Seems to work for yeah. us. I know your guys' show goes a little longer because your guests have longer memories. <laughs> you know, they, they've been around a long time. They got a lot to say. And you don't, you can't cut some of that stuff out. So, no. Yeah. And I'm a lazy editor. So there's that too. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> but always, but always interesting. We should probably also yeah. mention, uh, Club Barnett, why well, you got both of you guys here. Oh, on yes. Oh, yeah. Well done, Jaime. Yep. I don't think we'll have to twist our, uh, Ronnie's arm too hard for season three. We just, it's a matter of finding the time to get it recorded. And then, as uh, soon as he hears this, he's calling Jeffrey and yeah. you, Frank. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's always good to hear from Ronnie. As a matter of fact, we'll be doing a yes, special episode with him pretty soon, also. Yes, yes. Um, most unappreciated bands that we Ooh. feel are the most unappreciated bands. So that'll be a lively uh, conversation, I'm sure. It would, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so anyways, tonight's episode is going to be our favorite movie, rock movie or musical. There were no real parameters, so that's what we're going to be talking about. But before that, Jeff, I know you've always had a question you want to ask. Yeah, there, and I've been waiting to do this for a long time, and I feel honored, and I'm very curious to know What's in Jim's fridge? This time around, this is a this is a special album. One of my favorite records in my collection. Ah, Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Too fast for love. This is the. Original pressing on Leather mm-hmm. Records. Whoa. Very nice. Uh, wow. Just happened to walk into Music Plus and uh, saw it. Didn't know anything about it other than I had seen an ad in, uh, I think, in the Tribune. And I told this story before. I was going to start a band called Motley Crue. We had, a, we had a history teacher in high school who used to always call our class the Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. And so I thought one day I'm going to start a band called Motley Crue. And then I saw, saw an ad in the San Gabriel Valley Tribune. Motley Crue is playing in Pasadena. And I was like, well, so much for that. Yep. Anyway, so um, maybe a month or two later, I, I saw this at Music Plus and, and picked it up. And uh, far superior, I think, to... Uh... Oh, here we go. Electra so, ruined it. They so, ruined it. So I got the... There you go. Still got the poster that came with it. And uh, it's looking good. Slash lyric sheet. Nice. Um, yeah, Roy Roy Thomas Baker took it and completely ruined the mix. And, yep. uh, I, re- I remember being at a Stormer party and, and Tommy was there. And he, <laughs> uh, he said, well, I've got, I've got some rough mixes. And he started playing them for everybody. And I was like, 
the heck did they do to this poor record? It they castrated it. That's what they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I uh, loved it. Loved it when it came out. I listened to it uh, quite a bit, and it was amazing. Uh, it was amazing how many they just just sold to these word of mouth and uh, before too. Yeah. Uh, the weird the weird thing was is uh, getting the record home and starting to look at it, and I'm I'm looking at this Vince Neil guy, and I'm going. Yeah, he, he looks, looks like Vince Wharton. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Vince. And I'm like, hey, that's Tom Bass. Yeah. Who's this right. Tommy Lee business? Yeah, Sweet 19. <laughs> Sweet 19. But yeah, I played in US 101. He's, he used to play uh, US played a cover band called US 101. They did a sock uh, drop in high school, Jaime. He, he used to play dances at our school all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, great, great drummer. Turned into an right. even better drummer down the road, I think. But yep. Good Very band, good. I think that is uh, greater than the sum of its parts. More than likely, yeah, that's probably uh, a yeah. Good I would way agree to put with it. that, Jim. Yes. <laughs> yep. So anyway, vinyl's so cool. You got to keep it on ice. All right. Very nice. Snap. That's Motley Crue's debut album. Love it. Too fast for love. Yeah. All right. Before we get into the movie soundtrack favorite movie rock movie we have some other business to to deal with and, and jeff we invited you in on this last week it was jim's pick for classic album and for us to pick a, a song that we thought each of us would like the most so jim why don't you take it away with your pick yeah so we have <laughs> ufo lights out uh, 1977 came out. It was their sixth studio album produced by Ron Nevison. Uh, a mere eight songs on the record. Very short. Um, and I remember reading a thing that they, they had been putting like 10 songs or more on a record. And when they started reading their contract, they found out they weren't getting paid for the other two songs. <laughs> so they said, why, why are we doing this? We're just going to record eight songs if that's all we're getting paid for. So uh, Kerrang! Kerrang! Magazine named it number 28 on their list of the 100 greatest heavy metal albums of all time. So pretty, wow. pretty high honors there. I didn't know it was that far up. Wow. Now, do you think it's the best of that cluster of albums that they did at that time? Force It, Phenomenum. Um, I like it better than Force It. Really? And... Um, it's probably maybe just a notch above obsession. Very good. Now, Jeff, we talked earlier, you, you were not familiar with this album, right? No. In fact, I only recognized a song or two, but I've been listening to it for the last 48 hours. So All right. I'm ashamed oh. to say that I don't know much by UFO and, um, I need to change that after listening to this album. They, they were a good, good same band, here, Jeffrey, uh, same here. Yep. Okay, so no, Jim, interestingly, Jeff, you said like you didn't you didn't know too much about him, but um, a, a guy I used to work with, he was he was a few years younger than me, but he was from the East Coast, and he was amazed that I knew who UFO was. <laughs> and I said, "What are you What are you talking about? They're huge." That's he goes, "What, what do you mean is. they're huge?" Because yeah. back on the East Coast, they were nothing ever bigger than a opening band. They played like fifteen hundred seat arenas, and they were selling out the Long Beach Arena here three nights in a row. Right. at the same time so kind of kind of weird very very big kind of here and certainly in europe but <coughs> kind of never really really caught on here in the u.s no no, no. 
Okay, so Jim, let, let's hear what your favorite song on that album is. My favorite song is, and boy, it was it was really hard. I, there's not a song on this record I do not mm-hmm. like. I know you already know what it is, Frank. I don't know. I, just just another suicide. See that? <laughs> I love 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 that bass line in there. Yeah. Just fantastic. This week, right. And today I was listening to it again. I thought, oh, man, I really like getting ready. What a great song. <laughs> but you can't discount. Hang on. Like, ha- hang it's out. On. Can't discount too hot. Here's what I picked for Jim. Getting, getting ready. ready. Yeah. Getting ready. See. Getting yeah, ready. Jim. Getting ready. I went with the title yeah. track. I, 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 I came a hair trigger away from picking getting ready too. But I know my funny. backwards, folks. But I just, yeah. just another suicide ran a, uh, one out in the end. Yeah, I went with the opening track, not not the title track. Too hot to handle. <laughs> It's a rocker, you know. It and, is a rocker. Um, it's very, yeah. There's several good songs. It's hard to pick one and just know because you know Pete Way. You can't go wrong. He's got. He my, played my, some tasty bass licks. Yes. My, uh, my thing is, guys. Yeah. My thing here. Sorry, is that uh, I heard UFO Live first, mm-hmm. just like with Kiss Alive. So hearing the studio version of it, it it, it was different. But it's a good album. All I had was Strangers in All I had was the live album, Jim, and I think UFO's best, best of. So this was that live album's kind of almost is a best of, really. Yeah, it really is. Well, yeah. Yes. And then yeah, it's but it's a good album and it's studio and it's crisp and clean and and well mixed. And yeah. So I'm sorry we're to not, interrupt. We're not hundred percent sure how live it actually is, Jerry. <laughs> it's all good. He hates yeah, when we say don't that. Do that. <laughs> no, Je- Jeffrey, Jeffrey, when they first, whatever podcast it was, two or three or whatever, and they said, you know, Kiss Alive isn't really live. They went back to it. It just it crushed me. It broke my heart. Yeah. So <laughs> I think every live album is how they played. Boy, they were sharp that whole week. Wow. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. yeah it is what it is. So. All right. I want to move on to Jeff because. To me, your pick is so obvious <laughs> that you're probably going to throw us a swerve. So listening to this album, what is your favorite song on Lights Out? I feel like mine is a gimme because <laughs> I had the three of you on our Love Forever Changes Oh, episode. no. So I Alone Again was Or was the, yes. the, my favorite. Yeah. So. Boy, it better be, Jeff. I tell you. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, Jeff, I almost, I almost called these guys today or texted them today and said, look, it's, it's only going to be really funny if we all pick alone again or. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, I didn't do that, but yeah, absolutely. And I think, so as an expert on that band, what, what do you think of their cover? I think it's a great version and it's cool to hear the trumpet lead on guitar, uh, yeah. how UFO did the, the, lead version and the end they just go that they just go all out on the bonkers yeah yeah it's a great version they're they're very true to it you know they they don't they don't bastardize it so much where you don't know what it is you you know exactly what the song is jerry what did you think jeffrey was going to pick alone again or (laughs) (laughs) yep all right there it is (laughs) All right. 
that had to be just I, I was I went up through I said you know there's so many good songs on here but man if he doesn't pick that love tune we're I know we're going fisticuffs <laughs> <All right? laughs> you know, the, the the beauty of that song is oh uh, the very first version I heard was UFO right but there's it's such a good song I don't know that there's a bad version of it anywhere I love the dams version I've heard a few other versions and they're just I, it, maybe the song's just so good you can't wreck it I don't know yeah. but I think it's a brilliant tune. for that. Agreed. Yeah, they did a good job. My thing, my thing, guys, was I know we've covered it on a show, but it was probably over two years ago. I know we've all said what songs we like by this and that. And I go, I, I went through all my notes, <laughs> and I, I, I just so then I just listened to it. I listened to it, and I go, eh, that's Frank, <laughs> right? That, I, I think Jim. And then Jeffrey, as soon as I heard that, Frank, exactly what you said. I go, oh, yeah, yeah. that's got to be Brenneman. That's got to be Brenneman right there. Yeah, that's or, it. Or we're, yeah, we're not doing it justice. So oh, I feel pretty good about my pick so far, guys. All right. Woo-hoo. Well, let, let's, I'm going to give you mine now. And yeah. again, lots of good hard rockers on this album. So you could have gone any way. But just because listening to this one song there's a guitar lick that i love simple tasty lick all the way through it riff rock electric phase now i doubt you guys picked that did you dude <laughs> check this to frank sorry to interrupt i've got lights out or electric phase. Yeah, you get half the points. Jerry. Lights out or electric phase. <laughs> oh, you guys that going on here? the fastest writer I've ever seen. <laughs> no, no. That's awesome. No. Isn't that I just, great, Jeffrey? You guys are quadruplets from different mothers. I love this stuff. What did, what did you go with, Jim? What did you think I'd pick? Well, I was just sure it was going to be Electric Phase, and I thought, no. You know, the hardest, I think the hardest rocking song on the album is Lights Out. Lights Out is, yeah. You and I flip-flopped so, it, Jaime. So I said, it's got to either be Lights Out or Electric Phase. But ultimately, I said, ultimately I said Lights Out. Yeah. I almost went with Lights Out. I really did. But it's like, listening to that one guitar lick just go over and over on, on the right channel i was like oh this is sweet yeah. i love this so. oh man what a show uh. <laughs> <coughs> i'm notorious right. for doing that the first song i picked for frank i always talk myself out of uh. well i do it, that too but then i get worse you know? <laughs> <laughs> i was closer with the first pick but oh yeah. man and awesome. I, I sent yeah by the way jeffrey i sent jim and uh frank a picture of my picks <laughs> with the notepad where you can see it and uh, I, I am, I am, I am on fire. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. Uh, this is the best I've ever done. All right, Jerry, what yes, song sir. did you uh, prefer on this album? Guys, I have the best of UFO. I have UFO live strangers in the night. I do not have lights out. Then I purchased the remastered copy gentlemen. And I tell you what song, just another suicide. Oh, which trips me out, Jim, because eight seconds in, that lead kicks in. You know, Frank, that would have been me had yep. Jim not said this album. Right. That would have absolutely been me this without 
Oh. I thought lights out for sure. Uh, it was for sure till I got <laughs> this album. And, sure. and that lead kicks in, heats up less than 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Jeffrey, what did you think? I know you, you're shooting in the barrel here today. Too hot yeah, to too handle. Too hot to handle. Yeah, that too. Good song. Jeffrey, you're, right. you're both right. Yeah. Jim. Uh, I said too hot to handle also. Yeah. Mm. It, it would have been had I not listened to Lights Out, the album. <laughs> you, got, you guys. If you, were, just, yeah. if you just looked at the songs, you would no, have said, like, oh, just, too no, hot to handle. Know, but I always listen. And it, had I stayed with the, the greatest or the best of and uh, live, Frank and Jim and Jeffrey, you're both right. It would have been lights out or, or too hot to handle. But no, just another suicide is. So what's the last song? Ooh. Love to Love? Is that the name of it? Love to Love. Yeah, yeah that's a great song. That it is, is a great song. I love that. I love That's a great tune. It's and, a great way to close out the album. I thought it was going to be an instrumental a couple minutes into it before right. the vocal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a long intro. It's great. Yeah. Check yep. out uh, um, First Time They Ever Used a String Arrangement. Yeah. The, the Strangers in the Night is a good place to start with UFO because it is their live album. And like Jim says, where I started greatest hits collection. And up to that point. Oh, yep. Up to yeah. that point. Good point. I mean, and good. Jeffrey, in case you haven't heard me say a million times on our podcast, I got that for Christmas when I was 16 <laughs> and bless my parents. It was a, it was an LP under the Christmas tree in wrapping paper. Well, I knew what it was. <laughs> you knew it was UFO? I knew it was a, I knew, no, I knew it was a record. <laughs> well, damn, yeah. And, and I had dropped <laughs> Obviously. so many hints. I had dropped, yeah, exactly. I had dropped so many hints lately. I go, Lord, I'm going to love my parents forever if that's UFO. Strangers in the night <laughs> under the Christmas tree. And I have to wait. I have to wait to open it. I can't, I can't even peek because my mom will know. Right. And uh, so, <laughs> yeah, 16, 16 years old Christmas, Jeffrey. Santa was very oh, kind to you that year. Oh, you yes. are not lying. And still, that's still. Hmm. <laughs> All right, the hmm. next pick will be mine. And I want to go to 1974. And Ooh. we've talked about this album before, I'm sure, but we haven't done it in this format. But oh, get your wings. Get your wings by Aerosmith. So probably like um, the second second Aerosmith album I owned. Very good. Good, good one. solid album. There's yes, sign of the times. You can tell it's a um, you know, early '70s rock record, but it was done right. So we'll go after that one next. Yep. All Interesting. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's jump right into what this show is really all about this week, and that's our favorite rock movie. Initially, I said, no, Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park, and Jim took a steamy dump all over me and said, no, no, <laughs> Kiss is fair game. Well, not only that, right after, right after he said, no, Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park, I said, no, you got to include that. And he goes, okay, well, no song remains the same. And I'm like, I said, no, no. song remains the same if <laughs> yeah, you're going to do that. Did. Oh, is that you? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I shot that down, too. All right. Yeah, you did. Jaime was feisty last show, Jeffrey. Feisty. Yeah. yeah he was. The oh, last couple he shows. Was. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened. I think it's a toothache, honestly. I don't know. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love me a feisty gym. Yeah. Oh, I do too. <laughs> yeah. 
Feeling sure, a little dude. surly tonight. We're going to see how this goes. Surly. Oh, oh, surly. I love it. <laughs> hold, on, hold on a second. Yeah? Okay. All right. All right. Jim, that was Gail. She said, tone it down. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the dogs approve. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Since we have a guest, Jeff, we're going to start with you. We want to hear what your favorite rock movie is and tell us why. Okay, so the first thing that popped in my mind, and I didn't go with it because I figured everybody would probably pick it, was going to be Spinal Tap because I oh, thought yes. this is the greatest, most quotable movie ever. You ain't kidding. Yeah. And then it great came with a great, a great album with a great gatefold, and I'm sure you guys remember the yep. re- review yes. for Shark Sandwich, right? Yeah. Two-word <laughs> review. Two-word review. But... What I did end up going with was a, a movie called Bandwagon that, that I'm sure a lot of people don't know about. And they've, uh, they say it's the, um, the spinal tap of indie rock. So the, on the back of the DVD, it says spinal tap meets the commitments. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of like a spinal tap. It's comedy, but it's not as hysterical in any way like spinal tap is. Right. Um, when it first came out, I saw it uh, on on a movie or on TV. So I videotaped my own version. <laughs> Very good. And then eventually got the VHS tape. Yeah. And then when DVDs came out, I had it transferred to my. If you come up own... with a laser disc, I'm. My... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Eventually, it finally did come out on DVD. Real DVD. Uh, so uh, it's about a band called Circus Monkey that starts. Um, in the south it, it's so it's it's an indie rock version of spinal tap basically um i watched it today it doesn't hold up quite as well as it did in 1998 when it was first released mm-hmm. but it's hilarious and the reason why i love this movie so much is being in bands um in a small touring band this is what we all went through so spinal tap is the arena rock band version of what those guys went through this is what we go through as indie rockers with right. the van breaking down and um, one guy's girlfriend ends up with another. I went through all that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. So it's relatable. And there's a great soundtrack for it, too, on CD. So. Oh, very cool. The music right. is great. Yeah. Uh, an indie, indie rock band did all the music for it, and they were instructed to make the music good but not that good because it's an indie rock band yeah i'm good (laughs) all right let's move forward jim what rock and roll movie do you want to talk about man there are so many good ones i think the one that kind of um we, we we talked about seeing uh tommy when we were young right mm-hmm. i talked about how much that like just really hurt me kind of <laughs> weird kind of weird uh, yeah could couldn't deal uh the most fun i think uh rock and roll movie is rock and roll high school uh-huh. featuring the ramones and i remember yep. seeing that in high school i was kind of like my introduction to the ramones i don't think i really knew anything other than sedated mm-hmm. um but i had to pick something a little more recent and it is the uh, biopic of Brian Wilson, Love and Mercy. Oh, very good. Great movie. Uh, yeah, just just love that film. And uh, H- Hang on. Let me cross out uh, Rock and Roll High School. 
<laughs> on my notepad. Sure, you thought that was going to be my pick. You wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't have been. You no, wouldn't have been too no, far I, off. I wrote it down after you said it. But let me ask you. You guys are all. You guys are all Kiss fans, don't? Don't you have a soft spot in your heart for Phantom of the Park? I love, love that when movie. It, when, when it came out, I did. But I, I, I love that movie now. now for the pure camp of it all. Yes, that, that's absolutely. Beautiful, Frank. That's it. Yeah, just straight camp. And who doesn't love Anthony Zerby? Right. He's well, evil. The band's doubles are spot on too. I think especially, <laughs> especially Aces. Especially Aces. <laughs> we got to be careful how we say it, guys. I was going to say it one way. <laughs> you know what's you know it's a little hilarious about that movie is like Ace doesn't really talk in the movie. He just keeps making these weird like parrot Axe. noises. No, yeah. he does this. He goes. Ah. And I I found out like much later that like they they people who wrote the script went and sat in with those guys. And they spent the whole time making kind of this weird noise. So that was, they thought, well, that's how the guy communicates. So that was oh, boy. how they wrote his lines. And when, when he got the script, he was all upset. And he's all like, well, well, what the heck? How comes I don't really have any lines? I just make these weird noises. And they're like, because that's all you did the whole time these people were around. Wow. <laughs> I told you when I was a kid and that thing came on, it was on whatever night. Channel I four. waited all night. I almost want to yeah. say Thursday night, Frank. That's yeah, how vivid know. it is. Yeah, it was wow. a weeknight for sure. Waited for that. I yeah. sat up with my mom. She let me stay oh. up, of course. And we sat there Bless and watched it. Yeah. And from the very beginning, as soon as I saw Hannah Barbera on there, my jaw hit the floor because I just knew what we were headed for. And I sat there and just disbelief until, like I always talk about, when they have to move the talismans with their mind and I can see the damn strings with the talismans floating in the cage well, outside the cage. Frank, you know, I was done. No, uh, I mean, they had all this really, money. You were done. You I were was done. At 14. done. Yep. Really? Yep. What about I crouching was, tiger, hidden, hidden wire? What I was so <laughs> disappointed by that. Now, you know what? I honestly oh. didn't see the wires. Oh. Neither did I. It was Kiss oh, yeah. on TV. Ooh. Yeah, no, I killed it for him. Just killed it. I expected oh, so much more. You know? Darn. Yeah, it was. Like now I, said, I watch still, it and I love it. I still have a soft spot for it. And the yeah. and the live uh the live footage of them is is just great, right? And yes. it really, really kind of captures what it was like yep. at, right. at that point. Good. All right. Um I what's your pick, Frank? I went old school on you guys, and I went back to 1970. Ooh, and um, it was a play. Andrew Lloyd Webber turned into oh, a movie. I think I know where he's going with this. And I saw it on TV. It came out, I think, in the later 70s, but it was on Broadway for quite a while. Uh, but when I heard the soundtrack with Ian Gillian singing as Jesus, Jesus Christ Superstar. Ah, superstar. Yeah. I'll watch that anytime it's on TV. I listen to the soundtrack regularly, and you guys know me. With I, I liked it because it was wow. through the perspective of how Judas saw things, and, and that's why it was panned so much at the time. But it was a different view of what the story is. Well, that's more than I know. I just remember hearing that song on the radio all, yeah. all the time. time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> but Couldn't I get thought, away from it. 
I, and I remember watching the movie with Ted Neely was Jesus in the movie. And I remember at the end, uh, now remember in the movie, Judas hangs himself after he's told and did, you know, been got his blood money. So he's dead. Jesus is risen. And at the end of the movie, all the hippies are getting on the bus and there's Judas and there's everybody, but there's no Jesus. And I was all, I used to always mystify me. Well, why? So did it happen or did it not? What are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> you know? So when you go back and watch that movie sometime, check it out, check out the end of it. There's no Jesus at the end. So. Wow. Frank, yeah. that's quite deep. Yeah. Well, but the guitar riffs, the the music, holy mackerel, that's a great album. You know, and it's wow. tons of good music. So it's worth checking out again if you haven't heard it in a while. I did not see that coming. I got it. Oh, uh, he mentioned it a little while back, actually. He talking did, about, I mean, but I think he was talking about uh, what were you talking about? Oh, well, Sebastian Bach um, getting kicked oh, yeah, off yeah. The, the Broadway or the way, 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 way off, off Broadway, Broadway. <laughs> in La Habra. But uh, we had gone to see the play that Sebastian was portraying Jesus in and we ran into him behind the theater before it started he's giving us high fives and we're talking skid row and we're having a good time and the fans <laughs> start coming around and he's thanking everybody for coming out they do the play afterwards he's in the back he's just hanging out with people being you know Sebastian Bach. yeah he's a talker so he's having a good time he gets in his little Toyota Corolla and drives off and a couple months later, he's fired from the play because they said he was unprofessional. They didn't like him talking to the crowd after he should have. Oh, yeah. You got to keep the mystique. They wanted him mystique. to stay in character. Yeah. Right. Yeah, stay right. in character. Keep the mystique. Yep. So, anyways. Wow. But anyway, check the movie out itself. Uh, the television one they did on Channel 4 a while ago with Alice Cooper and John Legend, all that. Yeah, it didn't hold up. The original movie is is something else. Jerry, what did you pick? Uh, the kids are all right. Yeah, I just Great watched one. it again tonight, and I also have the the Who Live at Kilburn, which is just the entire live show without the editing and Jeffrey Stein doing his thing, and you know. So, but to me, the kids are all right. It's been my fave for a while. I yeah. still watch it because as interviews from when they were early on, the classic is when Keith Moon is talking with Ringo. They're both lit. <laughs> They're both lit. And it's just funny. To me, it's funny. Um, the thing I notice about it the most is uh, it's got, of course, the live, the last live performance of Keith Moon at yeah. Kilburn. So, you know, that helps a lot. And, and it's a good show. But, yeah, to me, uh, my favorite rock and roll documentary is the the who the kids are all right and and since jeffrey went his route mm -hmm. i feel great about saying this honorable mention i told frank and jim uh jeffrey i had an honorable mention and it's that thing you do uh, oh I, that was my first pick. i can i can i, I can love that movie that. i could loop that watching it i could loop that listening to it and yeah. i have folks in conspiracy land i have and Very to me good. that Frank, you really that thing you that did was my initial pick, and I just like nah, because remember I bought the 
about the Ramones <laughs> shirt that said right. yeah. oh, the Oneaters oh. instead. And, right. Oh. oh, I could watch that movie. <laughs> yeah. Just soundtrack. I think initially yes. when it came out, I think I had it on CD and just. Yeah. And, and Tom a, Hanks a, wrote a lot of those songs. He did. That's what's weird. And you can't find who the singers are. You can try. It's been enough years now. You probably could find the legit one. Yeah. But I know initially you could not find these cats anywhere. They they uh, kept a lid on that. I'm sure that's a studio thing. Right. But that's my uh, honorable mention, that thing you do. Oh, well, see, yeah. my, oh, my honorable great mention would have been um, uh Kiss meets Scooby Doo, but I know Jim. Um, <laughs> he loved that so terrible. much. Terrible. <laughs> what's the, what's that one the song? They do barbershop quartet song. Uh, my ascot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my ascot, my ascot burned last time I bought a Kiss album. Is that what you meant? <laughs> did I say it out loud? Yeah, you did. Well. <laughs> You know, I love, um, I, I love to wear an ascot. For, first time I ever saw Kids Are All Right, I saw it with Jerry. Oh, he came over to my yeah. house. We watched it on TV, and uh, cha- totally changed my perspective of the Who. And I'd say if anybody hasn't seen it, uh, watch it just for the brilliance that is Keith Moon. Right, energy. You, you will, you will energy. come to appreciate his drumming just on a completely different level. Oh, that dude was that an animal. Was the, he yeah, was an animal. You've heard you've heard drummers play double bass, and then you've heard Keith Moon play double bass <laughs> thirty years before him, yeah. and it's yeah. Now we were talking about wow, Tommy. Jim, you can remember stuff. Oh my gosh, Jim! I, wow. We we were talking about how Tommy freaked us out as kids. Um, did you see that in the theater, Jeff? Tommy? No, no. In oh. fact, I I think the first time I watched it was probably about ten years ago. Oh. And it did freak me out. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I can listen to it all day long, but I, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. As, as a kid, I thought it was really disturbing, right? I mean, I wasn't wasn't still mentally is. still you know, is. wasn't mentally uh, <laughs> yeah. mature enough to be able to cope with with. Well, I think we all went images. for the Elton John factor because he was the pinball wizard. And oh, that was sure. the hottest song. Frank, I forgot about that. Right. Oh, could I play an Elton John pinball Captain Fantastic Machine? <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah. How about Susan Sarandon in that one? Oh, and Margaret. Oh, and Margaret. Oh, is it Anne Margaret? Anne Margaret, yeah. Oh, yeah. Susan Sarandon's in Rocky Horror, Rocky which Horror. also would have been one but, of my favorites. Same vibe, Jeffrey. Same vibe, Jeffrey. Yeah. Anne Margaret. Uh, is she Gypsy the Acid Queen? That's uh, Tina Turner, yeah. That was Tina Turner. That's right. But I'm a little surprised you didn't bust out Rocky Horror Picture Show because that's yeah, it was too classic. obvious. I thought. How many, how many times have you seen that? I can't count. Yeah. Can't. Oh. Yeah. I never saw it at a theater. It's I'll, like uh, it's like I can't tell you how many times I went to the midnight showing of Song Remains the Same. Right. right. <laughs> now that I agree with. Honey. Dozens, yeah. probably. I don't know. Pawnee Hill Six. Yeah, <laughs> there are quite a few places that played it. As soon as one would I, stop I, showing it, somebody else would. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky Horror was always at the Cabina Cinema. Yes. Downtown Cabina. Yes. Old Town Cabina. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Forever. We went there every Saturday night for I don't know how long. And oh. it was always a party. It was just Yep. The strangest people in the world were the normalest <laughs> folks inside there. That's what made it so good. Yep. You know, strangely, the one time I went and saw Rocky Horror Picture Show in an actual theater, because I'd only seen it like on TV and whatnot. Yeah. 
there were there were only like five other people wow. in, the, in the theater and there there was one girl in the theater who was yelling out all the cues but if it hadn't been for her i would have been like well what's what's the party all about i don't get it we, there was nobody dressed up there's nobody oh. throwing toast at the oh, screen no, or anything like that up. so i was a little it's a little disappointed i I think I snuck wow. back out and went over back to Song Remains the Same or something yeah. like that. <laughs> wow. Song uh, Remains the a Same. Lot of, a lot of great ones, though, um, that we that we didn't mention. Decline of Western Civilization. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Take your pick. One, two. Um, the one. Middle Years is very it's, – it's almost hard to watch from here now because it's so dated yeah. in where we are now as a society. The punk rock one. I think is great. Nothing's changed. You know what? That that bit of life is still that bit of life, you know. But the 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 Western civilization, the Middle Years, was just oh, it, it's hard to watch. It, I haven't it's, seen it. I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, I've got a five disc set on that. Um, it's got all of them. And they go back and do the punk, like a revisit the punk years, right? The number one. three or whatever, right? Yeah, and it's. Oof. Like I say, their their lives didn't change at all. <laughs> yeah. No, no. So, I don't know. I you could have picked wall? the Woodstock. Nobody picked the wall. Nobody picked, yeah, nobody, the, wall. Nobody picked the wall. We briefly Jeffrey, discussed that last episode because we yeah, couldn't. Yeah, we did. I I couldn't. I got Boomtown Rats, but I couldn't get Bob Gildoff's name out off my. You know, in my head, <laughs> where exactly did he shave his eyebrows? You know. Yeah. So that that is a long. That's one of those movies you got to be baked to enjoy, though, because it's yeah. It's, but you got to re, you got to rebake midway. That's what I don't yes, like about it. That's the problem. It's a long. Is it so long? Like, yeah. like man, yeah. Get to it. <laughs> but no, nobody picked anything that was too recent. What, well, I what love is my there? G three concerts. I love my G three concerts with Satriani, Eric Johnson, Steve Vai. Ingway's on G three two, I think. But um, Jeff, you, know. you you like um, you still a fan of David Crosby? I uh, hope they remember my name. Isn't that the name of that yeah, documentary? Remember my name. Yeah, is that yeah. a documentary, Jeffrey? It is. Yes. Yeah. Write that down. Yeah. So it's a documentary. Um, what was it released on? I forgot. HBO. I don't know. It was uh, maybe Showtime. To... One of those. Yeah. yeah What's the title? To find. Remember Crosby. my name. Thank you. And I think um, th- I think they had an agenda with it. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, it's definitely a sympathetic version right. of David ah. Crosby. So I didn't feel that way at the end of it, though, because I, I disliked him even more, you know, <laughs> because I saw right through him. You know, just again, and, and we've talked about this in the past. You have to separate the person from the artist. You know, uh, there's a lot like like. You too. I don't like, I don't want to hear political views, but I like some of their music. You know, Crosby, you cannot deny what an awesome artist and singer, you know, Pure and musician. Talent. Yes. But Pure talent, but baked it, baked he, it all. He's just not a human being that I would, I would walk across Spend the street and say hello to. Yeah. 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 I'd try. I'd just try. Hey, I like your album when you were 22, and then see what he says. You know, he might be that like that guy in the meeting of life. Oh, piss off! 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. He'd probably say, of course you did. Everybody did, you know. Right. See, that's, but, that's what's sad about uh, frying it all up. Yeah. Like, like Sid Barrett. Just, you know, there's so much juice in there and you just let it all run out. Jeff, but, what was you your know, take cool. on the Go-Go's recent documentary? How did you feel after that was over? Um, so I think I watched that probably about 12 times. So that mm-hmm. might give you a hint. <laughs> I, <laughs> I loved so it. So barely, barely got into it. Huh, <laughs> I have absolutely loved it. So I was always oh. a Go-Go's fan. We used to look in the back of Billboard magazine and get all the uh, bootlegs that was like on the back couple pages. Mm-hmm. Where you could order bootleg live tapes, right? We used wow. to get all the live go go. Yeah, and um, I, it old. just brought back all the excitement for me. So, right. and and then just uh, up leading right up to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, right or nomination. So, right. was, I I never knew Charlotte was a drug addict. I never no. knew that. Same. Uh, it blew me away because it seemed like she had, she was the most together one in the band. <laughs> right. You well, know, that's what from, bangs will do. Yeah. So. And I think a, a highlight for me was seeing Jeff McDonald walk by in the background real quick when they were interviewing Charlotte. So being a Red Cross fan, I'm right. sure, sure Jim can appreciate this too. But seeing oh, yeah. just a little glimpse of Jeff McDonald, I'm like, yes, Red Cross represent. Yeah. Represent. Now they're actually making a Red Cross documentary. And uh, I want to say the very first time I met Jeff was actually at a go-go show at the Greek. Oh, and he he was just standing off just outside the stage there. Um, There's no really backstage there. The stage door is just kind of open outside. Yeah. Off to the side. And anyway, he was just standing over there and I just rolled up and started talking to him. Wow. (laughs) Kind of forced myself upon him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, very, very nice. Um, You know, I'm very gracious. Cool. I know, Jeff, you're also talking about a possible Dream Syndicate documentary coming out. Yes. Yeah. On our podcast, Paisley Stage, Raspberry and Rhyme, we, had, we were fortunate enough to interview the documentarian, Emil Spolder from the Netherlands. And he's interviewed quite a few people, including Ryan Adams. Um, uh, he interviewed Black Crows because they're big fans of the band. So we're, we're, he's looking to release that summer of 2022. So it uh, looks like he's doing it justice. So um, a lot of right. a lot of bands were influenced by them. And again, I would say kind of, I mean, not to the extent UFO was, but I think they're one of those bands that a lot of people should know that that don't know. So I think a lot of bands were influenced and are influenced by them that we wouldn't even think of right because you know a lot of people dream syndicate oh that's like the equivalent of the grateful dead man they just jam but then you listen to their songs that okay steve Wynn, and i don't i don't i said i'm not a huge fan of the his style of singing but i love his lyrics the guy the guy writes some some of the most intelligent lyrics you'll ever hear. So, well, it's they're they're like one of those bands. If you know, you know, right? right. Yeah, right. And so, um, it's it's weird that some of the most influential bands are are not the bands who sell like tons of records, right? Mm. So, uh, I, you know, I'll give you an example. Say the New York Dolls, right? 
New York Dolls never sold records. They influenced a ton, right? though. Yeah. But they influ any they ended up influencing a ton of other bands. Velvet Underground, right? Mm -hmm. Never sold a ton of records, but if if you knew, you knew, right? So yeah. they went on, and you probably know all the bands that were influenced by somebody like the Velvet Underground. Right. Well, I'm really looking forward to that that when it comes out because like Ryan Adams, who, who would think that that he would be a fan or or even influenced. Or Black Crows, really. I mean, Chris Robinson. I remember hearing, yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember hearing the Black Crows and thinking like, oh, faces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Small faces, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. No, very good. And all four of us, we, we probably have to do it ourselves, but there needs to be a Muffs documentary. Oh. I was, thinking, I was thinking they should do a Paisley Underground one of the four original bands. That would be, that would be more, fascinating. That would be more yeah. apropos, yeah. Well, we know Ronnie's out there, folks, don't we? Yeah. Muffs, Muffs, yeah, Muffs documentary would be fantastic. Oh. Well, it, that, that's another band that you could talk to almost anybody, and as soon as you mention, oh, yeah, 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 most people, oh, kids in America. Ah. But when they get into it, oh, I've seen them this many times. I've seen them here. I've seen them there. It's amazing how much traction that band has. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyways, I, I think Jeff, you need to go buy a nice camera and um, get a boom and start interviewing Ronnie on a regular basis and uh, <laughs> yeah, talk Roy a, into coming down. It's not hard to get him talking. He'll just go. Roy, yeah, no, Roy. Roy's going to be the hard one. Yep. Roy, Roy's going to be the hard one. I, I love that. I watched that. I watched them live at the Getty Center. And uh, even though I know Frank's recording, uh, Jim, Frank, and Jeffrey, Jaime brought up, Jim brought up on the show, whatever show it was, the Muffs. And my first, the dog approved. Dog knows. Dog approves of the Muffs. Yeah, dog knows where I'm going. I approve of the Muffs too. But I had never heard of them. I knew what that word meant in high school. So I almost made a stupid comment. comment and thank god i'm pushing 60 because i just go shut up jerry let's see what jim <laughs> said and then i li start listening to him and i was like jerry you have missed so much stuff and now i love him and of course ronnie's a card yeah uh we lost kim way too soon and roy i love because you guys know i love my who and that guy is mm -hmm. a monster yeah in a good way on the drum oh, yeah. kit so that's feel, feel very fortunate. Show. I got to see him in Red Cross. Never got to see him in the Muffs, but uh, wow! Thank you, cool. thank you. Yeah, thanks for all the intel, guys. I get from you every show. So, all right. Don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. <laughs> well, Love Jeff, it. we're gonna we're gonna Love close it. it out. You got anything you want to add before we go? Um, the only thing I was thinking of is I did have a documentarian reach out to me that knew that we had a connection with Ronnie and asked me to put the two of them together but i don't think that went anywhere so i think ronnie had other ideas so yeah well, i know we'll he's see. picky we'll see yeah yeah as, as well as he should be he wants the band to be portrayed a certain way and yep. um by all rightly rights so. that's the way it should be yep and exactly honey rightly so what about yeah, you you're jerry you have yep. anything uh no uh, folks on conspiracy land thank you to jeffrey brenneman for joining our show from the, you, he's from the Paisley Stage Raspberry and Rhyme uh, podcast. And uh, folks out in Conspiracy Land, just keep rocking. Thank you. All right. 
Yeah, and I just want to piggyback on that, Jeff. Thanks so much for coming along for the ride. Thanks, Jeffrey. And let's do it again soon. Yes, sir. Yep. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. Love you, Jeffrey. You've been you've been at you've been with us from the very beginning, and we didn't even know what was going on. You guys, of course, uh, we kind of still don't. (laughs) Well, I know one thing. I can say props to the white glove test. I can say that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Jim. What about you? You have anything? Well, I'm gl- I'm glad you uh, Jeff was too too polite to he always pl- plug Good his gentleman. own show, but I'm glad you guys yeah. did. So if you have not listened yeah. to it, uh, he and Sarai are fantastic. Uh, they, they are. They know I the material you, inside and out, and uh, and uh, I I kind of latched onto them early on and heard them and uh, was just enamored of them. And then we kind of uh, kind of had the uh, we've had the opportunity to guest on each other's shows now, and it's been yeah. uh, it's been fun and just getting to know Jeff's been a been a real blessing in our lives so yes yes i would like to see some analytical review on when we guessed it on the, pa- the paisley stage raspberry and rhyme because i would almost guarantee you that those were their lowest rated shows oh so no I doubt see some numbers not true, not true. <laughs> <laughs> not true. Jer- Jer- jeffrey all it is is frank and his numbers let me go through my notes i'll find it i'll look it up <laughs> it, 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 it was probably since we were on your podcast, it was probably double the numbers, but Frank's just anti. Oh, you know? no. <laughs> I'll look it up. I got my notes, guys. Guys, you know look, the, this is just today. This is just today. Those Paisley fans, they don't have time for us. No. They, they, well, you know, when the minute when the song comes in under two, three minutes, that's all the time they got. There you go. <laughs> all right, I mean Jim. that in a good way. <laughs> Take us on home, Jim. The shop is closed. <laughs> So. You know what the you know what the answer you know what my answer is, Jeffrey. I I I think Just I know. Just try it, it once. Take a fat rip. <laughs> no said, no bullshit. No bullshit, guys. It relieves pressure on the back of the retina. Factual. I'm just I'm just saying. So I actually brought that up. I brought that up to him. What did, what did he say? He said he goes. It'll work for like ten seconds. He goes. It's not. He goes, regardless of what your friends will tell you, he goes, it's not really a medical, uh, a medical way to treat. Okay. Glaucoma. He That's says good enough that for me. Yep. it does lower the pressure, but he said, if you, in order for it to stay regular, he said, basically you'd be ha- having to smoke a joint every minute. Sure. Oh, never mind so, that then. Never mind that. Want, I, I don't I, even I, do that. I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see the, I know. I, I said, I don't see the positive there's no health there. benefit. Yeah. There's no health benefit for every minute, you know? Yeah. But he said it will lower it. It just, it's just so quick that it just, the pressure comes probably back. lowers your ability depth. to care is what yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's more, that's more Intel than I've had. My, yeah. my stuff goes back like 20 years. Hey, it does what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>